When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. So here we are recording this uh, just now under two days from the official start of camp 2023. We will be there on Media Hill watching the practice. And I was thinking this morning, you know, we're excited, but at the same time, something popped into my head. It was, I think it was when you were doing your hit last week on Gresham Fourier, uh, where you talked about at the end of minicamp, the Patriots started to look a little bit like the Patriots did last season. Like they didn't look terribly good at the end of minicamp 2023. And that sort of crept into my head today. Like, what do you think we're going to see at the start of practice on Wednesday and then into Thursday? Are we going to see something that looks wildly different? Is it crisp? Is it machine-like? Is there any chance we're going to see choppy waters? uh, Or is it going to probably just be camp with its ups and downs? And growing pains. The totality will be the last part. Camp, ups, downs, growing pains. I think out of the gates, you'll see some positivity because I think these players are jazzed up. I really do. I really think there's a positive energy that is in part due to Bill O'Brien's arrival and the confidence they have in their coach and the scheme and where they're going. The question is, once they start doing more 11-on-11s, going ones versus ones, going against a defense that I think everybody is really hopeful will be good and versatile and athletic and all those things. Can they match up with that match wits, match talent, match, you know, personnel. I don't know. I think out of the gates, I'm going to make a bet that you will see 98% positive coverage coming out of Foxborough on Wednesday. It'll be talk about crisp offense. Ooh, Mac looked, Ooh, there was Juju was on the field. Ooh, Trent Brown was on the field. Ooh, there's energy. Like, I think that's going to be the vibe you'll get. I think the warts and the hiccups and those things will probably wait till Monday, Tuesday of next week. The pads mm-hmm. go on. The dog days hit. Now the defense is throwing some blitzes at Calvin Anderson off the right side and Max under pressure and like those types of things. But no, I expect positivity out of Foxborough on Wednesday for the start of training camp. And you should, God damn it. Excuse me. Wow, wow. Whoa, whoa. Yeah, but you should. No, of course you should. My I'm not you when you have positivity in the face of reality. Mm-hmm. And that's a problem. Like if you're sucking and you're <laughs> they gonna still make the playoff. <laughs> well, they sucked, but that's the crazy thing about this team. We talked about it with Ross, we talked about it ad nauseum. Despite all the warts, despite the dysfunction, despite that torpid offense and the boneheaded decisions made last year. Your two kickoff returns by Naeem Hines, who probably won't be making any kickoff returns against the Patriots this year. Don't have to worry about that problem. Sadly, significant injury for Naeem Hines earlier this morning uh, 
at the start of camp for Buffalo, but you are like a half a football away against Buffalo. Uh, all those uncharacteristic things that Ross mentioned, uh, Stevenson lateral, Myers lateral, the uh, Stevenson fumble at the end of the game, all these unpatriot-like things, which you, to your credit, have now started to call more typically patriot things because we're seeing more things like that. We have to stop Years. judging them off of the double dynastic run and the efficiency with which the team was run under Tom Brady and start looking at them like this team. You can love them similarly, but they're not the same team. And so it's, despite all those those boneheaded plays and the blunders last year, they were still like on the doorstep of the playoffs. Whether they deserved it or not, not. that's not an issue. They did not. But they still almost got it. Every so, year in every sport, a bad team makes the playoffs, right? Yep. Like that, there are playoff teams and teams that make the playoffs. Yep. You were almost a team that made the playoff. You weren't anywhere near a playoff team. Those are two different things. And mm -hmm. it's why I continue to say, unfortunately, I think you can be a significantly more stable, competent football team this year, a better football team, mm -hmm. and not make the playoffs. Yes, I we said way back when, when we started trotting out our C words for the 2023 campaign, consistency, competence at all. Cotton candy. Yeah, cotton candy, cranky, like cotton. <laughs> less cantankerous. Uh, we, you, you, you could see this team even potentially finish eight and nine, but it could look a drastically different eight and nine than last year's team where they don't eyeball make mistakes. Test. Exactly, passing the eyeball test. They'll be less frustrating and hopefully more entertaining harping on. And I introduced this to John Lyons on Sunday when he filled Ooh. in for you on the Sunday, Sunday morning to afternoon program. I taught him the two Andy Hart principles. One entertain me because it's professional sports. And two, if Andy Hart had his own coaching radio station, he would broadcast from W E E a energy effort and attitude. And if we see you. all of that, ah, see, come on, dude, you just give me a week off and a little sunshine, some clam chowder. And I, and I can actually uh, do my job modestly. I'm not going to say commitment to mediocrity, the commitment to mediocrity. Exactly. Uh, so, you know, I, I, th I would be happy with that team and I'm sure Robert Kraft, while he wants that playoff spot back and he wants the clicks and he wants all the headlines and he wants the Patriots to be relevant, if not dominant again in the media and in the hearts and minds of the NFL overall, let alone Pat's nation. At least if you don't get flexed out, at least if you're not, making good morning football or NFL network or sports center for the wrong reasons. And you're making it for the right reasons. Like, look at this hit by Marte Mapu. Look at this pick by Christian Gonzalez. Look at this long bomb hauled in by Tyquan Thornton. Then at least they'll be happy because we have now seen the frigate turn around in the canal. If it's still banging into the wall and they're making dumb plays, laterals, fumbles, Mac Jones is yelling at people on the sidelines. There, there will be trouble in Patriots paradise by the end of the season. So, Andy, let's uh, let's take a look at what's going to kick off in just a couple of days. I, I have a feeling I know, but just um, give the listenership uh, a little bit of a here's who my my both my good and my other eye are going to be on for the first day or two of camp. Well, the first eye has to be on the guy who theoretically post DeAndre Hopkins post Jacoby Myers is supposed to be your number one receiver who we've yet to see the nerd himself football nerd himself according to Mac Jones Juju Smith-Schuster the fact that he was still dealing with that knee injury but by all accounts it looks like he should be on the field now we will have some information coming in the uh, the initial days as the veterans arrive could have guys go on PUP so that's a list right. to watch so 
We have Mike Onwenu and Cody Davis and one other player thus far. Yeah. Mike Onwenu, Cody Davis, and someone. Uh, Tavai. The one of the Tavai. Oh, Justice Tavai. Justice yeah. Tavai. Yeah. I wasn't right. Whatever. Okay. Yep. He's not even the good Tavai. Never mind. A guy I was, was going to say, here's what we'll be in a couple weeks to be. Tavai, thanks for coming. Uh, very good. Well done. You did need a vacation. You're actually yeah. decent today. Um, but <laughs> Juju Smith-Schuster, right? He's, he, he's supposed to be your upgrade over Jacoby Myers. You chose him over Jacoby Myers. So therefore, he's probably supposed to be your number one receiver. Where does he fit? How does he look? Hopefully, First of all, does, is he on the field running around right. doing route? Mm-hmm. Like he is the first one. Um I would say second is the simple, obvious one. The guy we've talked about nonstop in conjunction with Bill O'Brien, Mac Jones. Like everything Mac Jones is going to do is going to be worthy of observation because his histrionics, his emotions, his self-flagellation have been the stories the last couple of years. His emotion was seen as a positive his first training camp, fighting Mm -hmm. with Cam Newton for the starting job, the swagger that guys like Bourne and Judon immediately said, well, I didn't know this young buck out of Alabama had this kind of swagger. The hyper competitive well, super psycho out of Alabama. Yeah. yeah barking at Saban, all that. We want, positive. we needed that. We needed right. that in the face of losing Brady and Cam Newton's lackluster 2020. Lackluster being nice. Um, right. We had to step up from commitment to mediocrity when Cam <laughs> Newton was a quarterback. Uh, but yes, his Mac Jones emotion, energy, all of it was a positive. His rookie training camp and season. Somewhere along the line from May through December of last year, his emotion, his competitiveness became a negative, right? He irritated the coach. He did this. He blah, blah, blah. So we're going to watch everything Mac does. Is he happy? Mm -hmm. Is he smiling? How's he interacting with Bill O'Brien? That is going to be a a storyline that will play out throughout uh, late July and and early August. And now I'll give you a couple wild cards because those I think are obvious ones. Mm -hmm. And I mean, another obvious one, Christian Gonzalez. uh, How's he covering? Like, I'd like to people know the obvious ones, what we're looking for. Right. And I'll be geeking out on special teams like Bryce Barringer. Absolutely. Blasted right. it. Look at well, Chad. Look at the, I mean, look at the cannon on Chad Ryland and his leg too. <laughs> um, so, uh, but the running back position, I thought on, it, you said it, <laughs> the running back position on anyone not named Ramondre Stevenson. That's Kevin exactly Harris, where I was going to go. And Ty Montgomery, my guy from last year who Ivan fears said, Watch out. If he stays healthy, he's going to be a factor in this offense. Well, if, if he stays healthy, it'll be 2017 all over. It's going to be 2018, and we're in Green Bay on the way to losing the NFC Championship. Um, but, yeah, he's in there. Um, another guy who I'm going to check the pronunciation because Ross Tucker said it very differently than we say it. Marty Mapu. Yeah, he called it. Yeah. Mapu is how yeah. we say it. He mm-hmm. says Marty Mapu. Um, that guy, the young, yep. um, versatile player who was one of the stories of of OTAs and in, in the summer. Mini and camp. is he going to tone it down? Because you're, you're the one who let us know he's that try he, hard. Yeah. He's a wicked try hard, but like, is he going to be in there trying to blow people up early in practice to send a message, prove a point and get a gig. McCordy said he's so impressed by this guy thus far. And hopefully we'll be able to get DMAC on the pod in a couple of weeks to give us a little camp insight. Once he's had a chance to check things out in Foxborough, once again, himself, uh, he believes he can play linebacker and safety, that he's got the speed, mm-hmm. the talent, the versatility. This He may be, he may, we'll have all eyes on Gonzalez, who we know we need, who we, we know they needed. And Keon White will slowly, hopefully turn into a force. And while we, while we see if Uche and Duggar are going to blossom and blow up this year because they're in contract seasons, Marte Mapu 
may end up being the biggest impact player from the 2023 draft for the Patriots, if he is as good as some have labeled and hyped him up to be. Yeah, well, first of all, I'm not sure he can be as good as some are hyping him up to be. Uh, that's, an, that's, that's a lot of hype. I think he is the most big interesting player because you could sell me on he plays like 60% of snaps combined between safety and linebacker, and he's a key rotational player. He's part of your, whatever that is, top 17 or so that are going to play on defense with regularity. You could sell right. me on that because mm -hmm. I think they would like him to be. I think he has some interesting talent and versatility. You could also tell me that he is lost as a ball in tall grass, as Parcells would say. He doesn't actually latch on to anything, and you're like, no, nah, it's just not working. He ends up not doing anything. Like I think the spectrum is wide open as to what Marty Mapu um, could be, as uh, Ross Tucker would say it. But he he's the biggest unknown. He's the most interesting of the – maybe of not just the rookies, maybe of anybody on the roster. I mean, right. uh, that list of most intriguing or interesting or – questionable and i think that puts a little you know negative tint on it but there's some of those guys that you really don't know what you're going to get and you might need to get the good side and if you get the bad side you could be in trouble so oh another one of the obvious ones and, by and the we way. also don't need that by the way with the Marte mapu like there's already a safety who just wants to just crash the party and destroy the line on every play it's jabril peppers i like so him. we I love, I told you, wakes up every morning, pours a nice bowl of violence, puts milk on yep. top of it, devours it, and likes, and then just gets into football. He's 1994 healthy. called. They want their safety back. <laughs> exactly. Honestly, like, I love the, I love the Chuck fact Cecil that he looks like, like, dude, that guy's nuts. <laughs> wow. Even, even Ronnie, Ronnie Lott is like, okay, right. may not cut a finger off, but this kid's good. Uh, he's healthier. Belichick loves him. You could, like, I think he's going to be a great fit. Jalen Mills, there's a guy that'll be worth keeping a good eye on because, He's transitioning from cornerback back to a position he loves, playing free safety, taking over for Devin McCourty as well. Uh, Maybe. Ma uh, what's that? Maybe. Maybe. Possibly. We we'll also see. think there's That's a very why we easy, camp it up. There's a very easy path to him saying, uh, yeah, yeah, I'll go back to corner. Okay. Sorry, All I right. didn't know Jack Jones was going to prison. I did. I did. I thought I was. Wow. I that decision won't come for a while. But Jack, sorry, Jack Jones has to be in court. Fine. I'll play corner. I know John Jones. And interesting, um, how far into, before I get to like the part of the field, my eyes will be squarely set on every day at camp. How far into, if at all, are you into quarterback on Netflix? I am four episodes in, I think. Yeah. I'm uh, So I'm halfway through episode eight. So I'm going to finish that uh, later this evening after I do the Rich Keefe show. Gotta say, episode five, you'll find extremely fascinating, if not. Uh, Fullbacks? No, but no, it's not the James. <laughs> uh, Kirk Cousins breaking down film in anticipation of the Patriots game. Last oh, yeah, Thanksgiving. yeah. I've heard. Yeah. Yep. And how he goes over the idea that because the Patriots don't have the length and the size to keep up if they decide to play man versus playing zone, Minnesota feels like they have the advantage. Spoiler alert. They did. And that's exactly what ultimately and uh, along with a couple of quintessentially 2022 miscues by the Pats shot them in the blank and the foot as well and gave Minnesota the win. So very interesting to see how that played out. Andy, I'm going to have my eyes square on the offensive line. I still think this is the big, like when is on the pup, he'll likely come back. I want to see the two new big hosses, Jake Andrews as well. City. So, and Antonio Maffi. the tackle position until I see otherwise is what's going to give me the night sweats 
and make me afraid this offense just will not be able to be what it needs to be. Now, Adrian Clem, when I asked Ross Tucker what's going to make the biggest difference on the team in 2023, Adrian Clem's a viable answer. We're still sort of like forgetting or just sleeping on the fact that as Matt Patricia was overwhelmed and out of place as play caller last season, he was also supposed to be coaching the offensive line, but he was so in uh, in over his head. He was so on skates last year that he basically just supposedly handed it over to Billy Yates, who's like, I'm kind of new at this too. Uh, and the line was a mess. So now at least you got Clem in there, someone who's been doing this a while, and Bill O'Brien. I think the coaching will be better is the talent and the health there. Uh, that the, the tackle talent is going to be a question now. Um, there's been a late surge of positivity here in the summer via social media for Trent Brown. He's working out. He's in the gym. He's getting cars delivered to Gillette. The, like, I know. Feeling so good. He gets a fresh card and Kendrick Bourne is dapping him up. And normally, you know, I would poo-poo the hell out of all of this crap on social media. But because... Oh, footwork. Did footwork King chime in? Probably. But because Trent Brown is such a wild card of a mercurial figure mercurial whatever you want to call him if he's happy content we used the word last year engaged because mm -hmm. he disengaged at some point but if he's engaged and i don't mean to a woman mm -hmm. or a man or whoever he wants to be in this day and age um i mean engaged to his job and his sport that's a good thing that's a huge first step for this off because i think if trent brown is not a good left tackle However you get to that point, and yep. whether he's bad in playing or cut, my surprise cut, anything like that, if Trent Brown is not a good left tackle, I think it's going to be hard for this offense to reach whatever its true potential is. I think it's it's a bad first step. If Andy and I are on the Six Rings and Football Things postgame show on WEI following the conclusion of Eagles, five-point favorites still on all of your mobile gambling devices, five-point favorites of the Patriots, if we hit the broadcast, let's say it's 425 game, about 735, we go live. And we're talking about how the team that set the single season record for sacks last year, eight up starting tackles, Connor McDermott and, and Calvin Anderson, then it is going to be a long season, friends. Poor Mac. Poor Mac. A uh, gentle reminder that not only can you follow all of our musings at weei.com, of course, we'll be a part of the Rich Keefe show, filling in in many other places throughout the rest of the summer. But stay tuned to Six Rings and Football Things because Mike Cadlick will be helping us out. There will be daily podcasts, whether it's me and Andy, Andy and Mike, me and Mike, some friends from Media Hill, whether it's uh, Mike and Ike, Boston Sports. We're going to have Mike and Ike. I like Ike. <laughs> Who knows? We could have Ike Barinholtz. Uh, and congratulations to a friend of the show, Mike Giardi, on getting his new gig with Boston Sports Journal. Glad he's going to be sticking around the area, lending his voice, insight, and analysis to the Boston sports scene, and particularly the Patriots this season. Also, Doug Kide, working with Andrew Callahan now over at the Boston Herald. I think the Boston sports coverage is going to be in peak form for this most intriguing season, but you're going to get the best podcast and coverage right here because we'll have daily pods after each and every practice. And we'll have bonus pods. We'll have some live Q&A practices that we will stream. And we'll make sure that we give you guys a chance to come on, ask some questions. We'll send it to a podcast afterwards. It is going to be a big, fantastic season from your Six Rings and Football Things pals. Andy, before we wrap things up and start making way to Foxesboro for camp on Wednesday, any final thoughts? My final thoughts are 
Patriots fans embrace the optimism now. And I firmly believe this. Some people are going to be like, wait, what? This is Andy. Like, this is Mr. Sour Puss, Sour Beer, Sour Everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now is the time because there is legitimate reason. I post, I I did the podcast while you were on vacation and I posted the written form this morning on weei.com. But there are reasons to believe this Patriots team could be improved from last year. Reasons to believe that could even maybe sneak out a playoff spot Mm. there. And, and I'm not BSing. This isn't, oh, pa- Paul Perillo used to call, call it positive trolling when I did this stuff. Yeah, you're not, you're not, you're not in Panderdome right now. No, but guess what? This could fall apart within the next 10 days. And I could be saying the tackles blow. Trent Brown didn't show up. Juju's hurt again. Tyquan Thornton's not out there. Oh my mm. God. What, the Christian Gonzalez looks overmatched and we don't even have good receivers. Like that could be a storyline in 10 days. So yeah. enjoy it now because now, which Star Wars was it? The New Hope? There was, wasn't there a New Hope? Well, it was the end. Yes. Star Wars Episode 4, the original, was a New Hope. But I think Ooh, Episode 5. Episode, episode 4 is a New Hope. Post-Tom Brady, year one, two, three, four. New Hope in New England, baby. Let's and then, go. Next, and then they'll get it together this season. And then next year will be Episode 5, The Empire Strikes Back. And that's... Oh, see? Look at this. Look when look I stumbled. I'm not even the geek in the room or the dork. That's you. That's Keith. But I just stumbled into how the Patriots are mirroring Star Wars. This is the season of New Hope for now. <laughs> for now. And may the Foxborough Force be with you. Always. I think Andy also just stumbled into a column that'll probably appear tomorrow or Wednesday at WEI. I'd have to write that because I don't really I, know the details of the yeah, Star Wars. Yeah, I, I, I can. I'll HT, I'll make sure to HT you on uh, on that one and say, I can't believe from of all people, I got it from the Sith Lord, Andy Hart himself, how Star Wars and the Patriots can mirror each other this season. I'm embracing the positivity as well. I'm praying to God we aren't talking about, why didn't you sign Leonard Fournette or Dalvin Cook? That's what you get, Belichick. You went cheap with Hopkins. As, as has been a storyline, and Fourier and others have pointed out, Andy, it seems like the Patriots are higher on the talent they have in the locker room and about to take the field for Camp 2023 than a lot of people outside Foxborough. Okay, I'm ready to be proven otherwise, and I want to see it, and then I want to believe it. All right, well, then. Well, I we'll just like that real quick. Yeah. So last year, they were yep. also higher on the coaching than the people outside the building who said this is going to be a poop show, Bill. Matt Patricia and Joe Judge can't coach offense. Who was right, the inside the building or the outside the building? Yeah, it was the outside. Let's hope the – hey, let's hope the inside strikes back this year. They're due. They're due. Yeah, they're they're due. due. Right. And that always works out when you gamble. Okay. On that note, we will wrap things up. Thank you guys for tuning in to what was a very entertaining, enjoyable return to form with Fitzy and Hat here on Six Rings and Football Things. Thank you once again to Odyssey NFL insider Ross Tucker. Give him a follow at Ross Tucker NFL for the program, uh, for joining us for his thoughts on the season to come as well. It is not going to be Patriots suck. Let's talk about it. Let's hope it's the Patriots are good. And we'll keep talking about it here on Six Rings and Football Things. Camp coverage ahoy to come. For producer Justin Turpin, for Patriots beat writer Mike Cadillac, he's Hart. I'm your old pal, Nick Fitzy Stevens. Thanks for listening to Six Rings and Football Things. Rate, review, subscribe, and share. And as always, good day. God bless. Go Pats.